The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Bondenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hello and good evening, at least here in Holland it is good evening, and welcome to another State of Search show. And um, I'm on the line with Roy. Hi Roy, are you there? Hey boss, I'm here. Uh, good, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Good. I'm, uh, I'm doing well, doing well. I'm hearing a big echo now, so I hope that will go away soon. Um, we, we, we're not alone today, as usual we, uh, we try to get uh, guests in. And uh, I'm very pleased to say that we have the lovely Miss Nicholas Top with us again. Uh, hi, Nicola, are you there? Guess not. Uh. <laughs> ah, yeah, there you are. Hey. <laughs> well, you get a warm welcome you hear from Brasco. So uh, good to have you on your show. <laughs> how's uh, how's things in London? Yeah, great, great day today. But apart from that, yeah, cool. Yeah, good. How's business doing? Very good, actually. Yeah, we've had a good uh, couple of weeks. Um, yeah, really good. I kind of have the feeling. I don't know about you, Roy. If you had, uh, if you notice the same thing, but it seems as if business is really uh, going fast again. It seems like the market is up, uh, up and running, uh, uh, like a couple of years ago. Everybody's busy. Mm, well, could say. So I'm not too much into consultancy right now, so. I wouldn't know, but uh, from from what I'm hearing, uh, people aren't doing that bad, oh. or at least starting to do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we were just uh, this afternoon. Uh, Nicola and I uh, were on the on the Skype chat for a second, and uh, we said about the same thing to each other. But it also sh- kind of seems that uh, the money isn't as going as fast as the work is going, uh, which means that you usually have to put in a lot more uh, effort uh, than you uh, get out of it in start um, which is um, at least something you see a lot um, in the internet business I, I think that if you um, I, I, I kind of run into this I'm, I'm saying this because I ra- ran into it again this week um, I'm running into this more and more and I'm running into it almost weekly now that people tend still tend to think that because you do stuff on the web you can do all, everything for free uh, have you guys you guys notice anything like that? Do you guys get people asking you stuff and then expecting you to do it for free because, well, it's the web, everything's for free? Mm, absolutely. I think quite often I get a lot of um, friends or um, acquaintances that sort of say, oh you, do, oh, you do that SEO thing. Oh, we've got to have a coffee sometimes and I'll pay you. And then I sort of say, um, seriously, you're not going to be able to afford me. 
with (laughs) people running a personal training business or a a small website for a small home business I mean obviously I'll help these people out for free of their friends but I think I think that there's a kind of misconception as to when people are working online exactly what they're doing I think a lot of MLMers and work from home type people think that the entire industry is is just that well I think that there are well, they can can get a lot of stuff for free, so why not try it? This is probably the way their their business is running for them as well. Mm, yeah, on a quid pro quo basis. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, if I look at people, I, I I will say I'm expensive, but I work for free for friends. In the same with you, yeah. and I don't give discounts at all. I mean, discounting is just well, me not working hard enough for you then. So it's not going to work for that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I and, and I agree on that one. And by the way, I I do tend to help those, like you said, Nicola, Nicola, I, friends and stuff like that. You do t- tend to help, uh, but it's, sometimes it's difficult to to find find which li- where, where you have to pull the line. You say okay, <laughs> this is for free and this is uh, this is actual business. It's uh, difficult to uh, figure out sometimes. Exactly. Well, I think, yeah. I think I think I can help them for free unless it doesn't cost me. Um, uh, insane amounts of time and at least have fun in it. I mean, I'm not going to help people who are going to earn shitloads of money with stuff uh, that I'm doing, but if they're just working on their little knitting website or something, I will help them. And it doesn't matter because then they, they won't make money with it and they won't ever be affordable, but it's always nice to have some traffic for them. Yeah, but so where, where's the where's the line? For example, I'll give you an example. My, um, my dad is doing some um, he's he's retired already, but he's uh, doing some uh, how do you call that uh, stuff for free for people uh, for for this commission he's in, um, and that commission uh, has a fund and it gets money and it's now uh, upgrading their website and the web the website really is bad and he said, well, can you help out and of course we'll pay you, um, and I said, well, okay, uh, let let the one who's running the website, the webmaster, call me and I'll, I'll see what I can do for him. And, and if it's for you, then I'll help them out. Um, and that guy calls me and then he says, okay, I've got this plan and I want you to look at it and uh, uh, I'd love for you to know what we, what, we, what we can do and all the changes we have to make. But he kind of expects me doing it for free because it, uh, my dad is doing stuff for free. Yeah, but I mean, it, uh, sorry for saying, but maybe you should have. De- maybe did your dad tell him you you asked money for it, or yeah, is yeah, it just an expect- uh, okay, yeah, they it's did. just expectations. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. It's about expectations. That's absolutely true. You have to be fr- upfront right away. But that's that's the thing. Um, if if I can help someone like like my dad or my wife, and it's good for my dad and it's good for my wife that I help them, I won't hesitate in doing it. Anyway, that's uh, that's some of the stuff I run into uh, day <laughs> day after day these these, these weeks, uh, and uh, um, it, it's actually kind of a luxury thing I think, because it still uh, feels like I know stuff that they don't. So, <laughs> okay, um, let's go to uh, uh, one other topic. Um, yeah, and I did mean volunteer. Thank you. Um. <laughs> 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 Google's been uh, doing some updates again, and uh, we have the May Day update, which uh, uh, came across our sites a couple of weeks ago. And there were a lot of people talking about that, both on SMX and also on A4U. Um, uh, what was going on is that um, Google's 
doing has been doing some updates, and people have been noticing uh, thirty to fifty percent uh, a decrease in numbers in visiting numbers on the long tail keywords. Um, I hope that's, uh, that that's the right way to say it. I think so. Um, Roy, you work with a lot of sites. Did you have? Uh, did you feel any impact on the Mayday update? I can say uh, proudly, or maybe not, that I didn't see anything. So I'm not the right person to talk about this topic, I guess. But <laughs> I didn't see any changes at all. Nothing there. Nothing there. So, so you're lucky, maybe. Did you did you try on? Uh, um, because uh, Matt Cutts also posted a video on, and uh, he says that it's that that Google indeed did an algorithmic change. Uh, and um, which assesses which sites were the best match for long tail queries. Mm-hmm. So it, they kind of shoveled things around. So they, they actually are saying we we're making things more honest. And if yeah. you if you got a lot of tra- traffic beforehand, you didn't deserve it, and now you, and now you're getting what you deserve. I think yeah, that's, that's what al- that's always an easy thing to say if you're looking from a Google standpoint. If you give candy to a kid, you can't take it away. <laughs> this is what the, the most webmasters will feel like. So I, I think, um, I, sure, of course they're right. I mean, there's a lot of long tail that just rank because the site, the domain had authority instead of the, the pages itself. And now it's more uh, page-based, I think, at least yeah. from all stuff I've, I've been seeing and reading. Uh, about it, I think that this is more of, more or less the conclusion. You don't have that as much impact anymore with uh, authority, domain authority, than you had before. Uh, looking from that perspective, uh, if you have a majorly big website with uh, a pretty big head, um, for instance, what we see in casual gaming, um, the head is that big that um, the amount of changes in, in long tail traffic isn't that noticeable. So, so, so it's a small, so it's a small sites getting hit. Is that what you're saying? No, but I think Amazon will be get, will be get, taking some hits as well. But um, I don't. We don't. Just, we just don't have as much long tail, since uh, the, the niche we're in is very much based around some big keywords, which have like tremendous amounts of traffic, and the, the long tail is just isn't that big. Okay. Sure, it's there, but it's not that uh, influential. You don't see it that good. Uh, back in, in in the numbers. What's your take on this, uh, Nicola? Exactly the same as Roy. To be honest, um, we just don't have sites of the the nature that, by all reports, have been affected by this. So I'm expecting things like the Amazon's compare store prices, sites with a hell of a lot of breadth that maybe use kind of different automated type mechanisms to roll out an SEO ready type platform, rather than having any real deep original content to the. Uh, product landing pages or whatever it might be. So absolutely nothing on any of our stats, any of our metrics at all that's giving us any signals or clues as to what's happening. Um, My view when something like this happens um, and I can't see anything clear in the metrics, I don't have enough emotional energy or time to go chasing after these sorts of things. So I must admit um, my hunches or or my opinions are kind of swayed by what I've read and, and the chronology of events recently. Well, I think I have to admit that it's the same with me. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, can't, didn't see anything, and I'm, I'm not willing to test it. I believe it when people <laughs> suffering from it. <laughs> My site's suffering from that stuff as well. I, I do agree with the part that it's, uh, it's mostly low, end, and it's always the uh, affiliates uh, hitting for, hit, being hit first, and then uh, probably some, some price comparison stuff. And it's always the well, let's say nicely. 
Um, not the most fancy websites getting hit. Uh, one thing that I do think, sorry, <laughs> you no, no problem. And one thing that I do think is quite interesting, something that, that um, Dave Naylor brought up actually at the end of the interview that you did with him, Baz, um, yeah. and that is that what, what, what often kind of tells us, or tells the search community, what has actually gone on is that there's a, a winner and a loser side to whatever the update is. Um, so if it's Vince, you know, obviously there's a brand effect, affiliates get hurt, you know, seemingly, and brand signals, um, we might see in first sites that have such signals, win from that. But with this particular update or purported um, update, it seems that there doesn't seem to be a clear winner. So we've got a lot of people on, you know, the Webmaster forums, etc., saying I've lost 50% of my traffic, all of our long tails gone. We've got nobody sticking up their hands and saying, well, hey, we've got loads more traffic now. So would you would you <laughs> would you say that if if you got 50% more traffic, would you would you tell? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's I good. would, but I think there's loads of people brag, don't they? Yeah, no, that's I, true. I think that, that, that I mean this is actually the point which I was trying to make. I uh, make actually uh, <laughs> the people who are well, the shitty sites are getting caught out. Shitty sites are optimized for search engines and not for people. And the people sites don't care about search engines. They care about the people on there, and they just notice more people. That's it. They don't care where they come from. Uh, I think in in that perspective, um, Google did a good one this time, since uh, I I actually didn't see that big of difference in, in, in my searches for, for well-known terms that I say, well, this, this site really dropped off. Didn't notice it. So from a searcher uh, perspective, I don't think there's a difference for a lot of people. It's okay. just that's what, shit that filler out. That's what Matt cuts in his response, and that's why we're talking about it now also, because it's obviously it's, it's a couple of weeks ago since the media update was, but this week uh, Matt cuts responded on it, so Google answered on the questions about the long tail issues and he's actually saying the same uh, kind of the same thing you guys are now saying and Dave was saying um, that he recommends that any site owner who, who sees any downfall in traffic looks at the quality of his site and, <laughs> and actually uh, tries to find out if, 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 if he does have the great content uh, on the side order that he should put on some more great content uh, so he kind of hints at the same same thing so um, you, you, could, you guys could be right if, if if you have a bad side you could be hit but the good sides probably are not hit then again if, if you if you look at the web um, I was also triggered by this, this because I I, uh, I saw some number this week. So I, this week I, I wrote about it also on the on State of Search um, about Google showing the, showing off how much money they make the U.S. Uh, they, they they wrote a post on on how uh, big Google's uh, economic impact on the U.S. was and that they made um, they generated 863 million uh, dollars. Um, in Minnesota, and a total of fifty-four billion dollars in economic activity in uh, in the U.S., which is quite a lot of money, of course. But that that gave me the idea that uh, although it's about uh, the 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 low-ranking sites, well, the long-tail sites, the the not so high-quality sites, there are so many sites out there who rely on Google to for their businesses and rely on the long-tail, and and they they're going to be hit by this probably. So maybe yeah, but they can always buy AdWords, isn't it? Yeah, or is true. It, is, or, is, or isn't that really evil, what I'm saying right now? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, go ahead. I don't, I, I don't know if those types of sites, if the small the sites that they're kind of talking about in their in their own sanctioned blog post, kind of talking about really small local businesses and you know genuine businesses within the community. But I get the feeling that the May Day update um, is reportedly affecting the big ticket sites, the big volume sites, the mm-hmm. um, the affiliate websites um, at. So the expense of the affiliate websites, but the winners are obviously the, the smaller niche websites taking, you know, maybe one click, five click, ten clicks extra a day, um, which, you know, spread out over hundreds and hundreds of, of specific niche sites um, at the expense of the, the large umbrella site, let's say. So that's why the, the balance of the scales isn't tipped from one direction to the other. It's kind of spread out. Does that make mm-hmm. any sense at <laughs> Yeah, you're saying that that the, uh, the the small website owners, the shops in the US and and, and the UK on the, on the small country per, uh, in the small towns, um, they're, they're not going to be hit by this uh, media update. So, no, long, long tail is for the long tail again for people who deserve yes. to rank there because of, because of the quality and not because of the the the, the knowledge of okay. having an authority domain or just an authority three hundred one link in there. Okay, that's much better than I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not better. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's more short term, I guess. <laughs> you give a short tail answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so uh, to wrap it up, the May Day update um, uh, conclusion is: if you have a site uh, which has issues with the May Day update, you might want to look at the quality of your site and um, try to pin that up. That's the conclusion we can take on this. No, I think that's a good one to start a break with. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, we're going to go to a break. And then after the break, Nicola, uh, I want to uh, talk about the Influence Finder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brasco, can you take us to the break? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. 
staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome back to the second part of the State of Search show. Um, if you feel like I sometimes I'm a bit distracted, that's because I'm struggling with my laptop at the moment. It's it's charging and then it's charging, not charging, and going off and on. So I'm uh, trying to get it uh, working. So that could be the reason. If you think uh, Boss is a little bit distracted, well, that's it. <laughs> um, also, I completely forgot before the break to uh, say a couple of things. Um, first of all, we are uh, with a guest today, and our, our guest is uh, Miss Nicola Stock. And uh, Nicola, I completely uh, forgot to in, in, introduce you in, in the correct way. So, um, uh, do you want to do it yourself? Should I do it? Um, could you uh. maybe... In, in short, say what your business is all about for those who haven't met you before and haven't heard you on the show before. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I'm Nicola Stott. I'm director and co-founder of The Media Flow, a research and social media agency and online publisher. Um, before that, I used to work for Yahoo for four years as head of UK commercial search uh, partnerships. Okay, thank you. And, of course, Nicola is a well-respected blogger for SEO Chicks and also for State of Search, um, uh, on which she writes uh, one of the uh, the best articles uh, uh, on, on the sites, I must say. Um, oh. one, of those, <laughs> one of those articles was on, uh, on the SEO Chicks uh, this week. Um, what was it this week, actually? You, you wrote about uh, the uh, influence finder you tested. Um, yeah. You were uh, um, this debuted it uh, like you wrote on uh, on SEO Chicks on SMX London. Um, mm. You used the invite code, I think. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the Influence Finder? It's it's what, what is it? It's a it's a link uh, it's a link building link development tool. Uh, I wouldn't call it a link research tool, but in fact, it's exactly what it says on the tin. It, it's designed to help you find influential sites. Um, the signals that Lindex, the company behind Influence Finder, take to be influential are signals such as obviously the kind of the rank and in their case the influence, which is a, a percentage score. Other signals as well, such as is the site a blog or not. Um, they're rolling out features such as Heartbeat, which I think will be coming in about two or three weeks. Heartbeat's a really interesting one. So they um, look at the frequency of content posting on the site, but they strip out other factors such as, is it, is it just automated posting? Is it an RSS posting or is it genuine content posting? So um, you can use all of these criteria to then collate a really nice uh, refined list of 
link building targets, PR targets, however and whatever your project is and however you want to target um, the, the online media that you've discovered. Um, so it's, it's a very nice tool for doing that. So it's not just about discovering links, it's about researching links. That's actually a really important point. And I think from from my perspective and, and the sorts of clients that we're working on, it's actually really not a link discovery tool. It's more, it's very much an influence discovery tool. So although it does um, have most, in terms of data pool, it's got most in common with the Majestic uh, web map, which I think pretty much everyone is of the opinion is, is the most expansive. But what they do is they take the Majestic um, web map, they clean it quite stringently. Um, so you're left with a list that's pre-refined and defined before it even gets to you to then make your criteria, um, which is great. And I think it's absolutely perfect for medium to, to large size agency. We've got a lot of people, different levels of experience, and it really takes them to the trough. Uh, if you've got a big team of link builders, it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. A lot of that gut feel that sometimes, you know, you can just look at a list and you can just bang, 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 handpick exactly what you want if you've been at it for a long time. Whereas if you haven't, then you do need some additional quality criteria and quality signals to kind of help you to get there. So on the point about discovery tool, uh, if, for example, I had... Um, I had a page that had, that had kind of fallen out of the rankings and I was looking at the possibility that maybe there's been some um, underhand competitor link building <laughs> to a page, let's say, then I'd probably use something like Semper's link research tool that's actually going to show me pretty much everything that that's pointing to a page rather than just the pretty stuff. So horses for courses. Okay. And how does it work? Uh, is it good? You tested it. Is it good? Uh, yes, yes, it's, it's really simple actually. It's got a really simple interface. It's um, it's kind of it looks it's a little bit outlooking, like Microsoft Outlook in terms of um, the the UI. Uh, really, really simple. It, it takes you along every step. Again, like I say, it's really aimed at the the medium to large size agencies with um, numerous hands at different levels. So it'll kind of uh, even at the first stage, it sort of says you know you can use this tool too. You know, check out competitor links or get a status report of your particular site and how you rank. And it really baby talks you through the whole process, which is quite nice. Um, one of the cool things it's got as well is the ability to bulk upload or manually enter keywords. You can also assign your keyword uh, a different type. So your brand keywords versus your non-brand, non-brand being generally you're kind of converting your, your money-making terms, um, which is quite nice. And when it brings up your list, it shows you why it's brought it up, with what the anchor text is, and is that anchor text classified as a brand or non-brand signal? Okay. So um, it launched on the uh, on SMX. Um, was there someone speaking about it? How, how did it did they launch it? Did they just uh, announce it, or was it uh, really uh, someone somebody there? So, there was uh, somebody what, there, yeah. So who's who? Whose is it? Is it a, a company which just builds this and that's it, or is it from uh, uh, from an SEO company, or who's who? Which who's behind it? So it's a company called Linkdex, and the guy behind it, the CEO, is a guy called John Straw. I don't know if anyone's um, familiar with oh, yeah. that name. Yeah. 
Okay, so John basically, um, I think he got about two mil. I, I hope I'm not misquoting here, but I'm pretty sure it was something like two mil in, in venture capital funding with the with the sole aim of launching this product um, within the Linkdex business. Uh, so that, and I think that was two years ago. Um, so obviously, it's been a product two years in in the in the dev stages, and I think. At SMX, it was actually coming out of beta, so it was a private invite, the beta invite. I think there's just a handful of people that, that got their hands in it, on it ourselves. Uh, Week Noel and Dave Naylor, I know, uh, had the product prior to the project coming out of the beta launch, and that, that was what was happening at SMX. It was coming out of beta. Ah, okay. I, I do remember that also. I talked to John about this uh, uh, in New York, but I forgot. <laughs> I, I I never got to testing it. So, so it's good that uh, we have people like you testing it for us. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> so um, uh, it looks good. Um, I, I think it looks good. It's it's another product in the market. Um, th- there are a lot of products out there right now, and a lot of link. Products we have we have Majestic of course we've got Semper's tool we've got uh, SEO Mouse tool. Uh, how do you reckon people can see the difference between all the, the different tools? I mean we work with them date on a day to day basis so we, we know the difference. But it, uh, if you're just somebody doing SEO I don't know once or twice a week how how can you tell which uh, product is which and which one to use? I think. If I was advising somebody who's only doing SEO once or twice a week, depending on um, the profit margins that they're getting as a result of their efforts, I'd probably say just stick to what you can get for free. <laughs> use, use Site Explorer, <laughs> use whatever you can get from Google. But I mean, if, if it's a profitable business and actually doing that couple of day a week um, on your SEO and on your link building is, is paying the dividends, then in that case, um, I would use the beta invite or the, the trial invites, the, all of them, all the um, link tool providers tend to be quite um, open to providing uh, free trials. So I just hit them all up for a load of free trials, compare them. You probably can't, if you're in that position, afford all of them. Um, however, if you can, it's my preference is to have as many tools as possible because I think, you know, like a work when you use a different, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll use a cheesy analogy. Influence finder is kind of like a good nail, a good thing to hammer in a nail. But if you want a claw to pull that nail out, then you need something quite more industrial strength, like um, link research tools, for example. So it's um, still trial and error, actually. Just try them out, see if it works. If it doesn't and, work or you don't like it, try another one until you find the one which suits you best. Um, yes, if that's if that works with your budget, but personally I think if you have budget, I, I'd take as many tools as you can because I think they all have strengths and they all have um, points to them. Influence Finder is very much about finding sites that have um, different influence signals, um, but if you're working in a really competitive sector and you're trying to catch um, aggressive tactics from competitors, trying to get your sites you know, banned or whatever, then you need something like... Um, like I said, like link research tools or something that's going to uh, scrape and show you everything rather than just the, the edited highlights. So, so here's the big question. How many tools are you guys using? <laughs> that would be telling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, asking which ones. Easy. I'm just asking how many. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I say we use, we use actually, sorry, I'll just tell you, we use about four at the moment. So I'm using Influence Finder, um, link research tools. I've previously used um, 
SEO Moz, but not anymore. And I also use Media Agility, which is an online media database from PR Newswire. And that's more for um, PR rather than... So it's not showing you where your links are. It's showing you a list of target media, but these are serious target media. Okay. How about you, Roy? Uh, I only use, use one. Majestic. That's it. Okay. That's enough. Well, I think all the others are crap, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no, seriously, I mean, the SEO Mars, uh, in, over in Holland, it just stinks. You can't do anything with it. It's just complete stupid humble jumble that's coming out. But, and it, I mean, it might be very good in, in the UK or in the in, 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 in US, I don't know. But over mm -hmm. here, you, I'm unable to do anything useful with it at all. But that's for me. I mean, well, maybe I have a weird look at things. It could be possible. <laughs> To sort it out for yourself, and I completely agree on the part. Well, use what use your you you work best with. Um, uh, we had an own tool at our ML company. Uh, I really like that one, but then again, I started developing that myself, so it really fits my way of working. Mm. And I would dive for for a script with that again. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe some some sometimes next year, <laughs> but I would definitely <laughs> not release it in public <laughs> since it started scraping and, and hitting engines, and well, it it did a lot of things that. People don't like it, and I don't, really don't want to use it from well a lot of computers at the same time. Let's say like that. that. That's how that's how many of the tools out there start actually, right? And people, companies building their own tools because they they, they want to want it fit for their needs, and then after a while they, they they tend to to go and make it public. I know for 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 a fact that Samper works that worked that way. He, he used the tool he's now selling. Uh, I think two or three years just. Within his own company, and after that, they decided to go public. Uh, yeah. I do think, you, yeah, the, the, the tool uh, you're talking about, the crew from Christoph, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we did a test with our tool and Christoph one, and uh, we think we have 90% of the same results we found over our domains in there. So, uh, what we did was, well, kind of like the same thing, uh, the same thing the tools for Christoph did before. So. We tested it and we we switched results to each other and well it was ninety percent overlap it was it was good so I, I think Christoph's tool is good but I never uh, thought of it again actually maybe maybe I should <laughs> you, you do make a good point though um, I think Nicola has an advantage on the both of us if you look at where we are living and in which which markets we're working in uh, because many of the tools do a good job on the English-speaking countries, uh, but if you try use them on, well, for example, Dutch, uh, they kind of screw up. So, well, if you're from Germany and you're listening, I mean, and you're not you're using anything of Systrix right now, you should start using that one since I think Systrix is is the best one out there from. Uh, it, which isn't known by a lot of people since it's only accounting for Germany. But if you want valuable data from Germany. Uh, the Systrix toolbox is, is the way to go, and I think every country should be developed is also being able to develop its its own tools for its own well language settings. Let's say like that. Yeah. I think there is a big difference in in uh, the, the the way sites are being treated in, in the Netherlands than in in the UK. Uh, also, from a complete completely different blogosphere landscape, um, there's there's much to be said about the size of the the market you're in. And, and it really, it's really dependent on that. I mean, you can do a lot of stuff with bulk links in the UK still, but there is no bulk in the Netherlands at all. I mean, what you guys consider bulk links, we consider, well, that's 
it's an insane amount and we can rank with 20 good links, that's it. Or 20 decent links. Do, do you do any international SEO, uh, Nicola? Um, not. Um, we do international English, but we don't do any other foreign language. We don't do Netherlands, Germany, France, anywhere like that. We do some US and Australia. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I know the situation. Certainly when I used to work at Yahoo, we're constantly hearing the pain from our, from our Dutch colleagues about you know, having less than 1% market share and you know the industries were often overlooked when it came to supporting tools and everything like that or internationalization or the rollout of changes and that sort of thing. Yeah, talking about rollout, um, well let, let's first take a break. I mean maybe that's a smarter <laughs> thing otherwise I'm going to hit a next topic actually. Okay, I'm quite curious what Roy's going to talk about, so uh, we'll, we'll go to the break really quickly and then we'll back <laughs> after break with uh, Roy's secret top No, 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 it wasn't a show notes. Don't, don't go away. <laughs> Take State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art. Tracking where to the start, you can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page, it's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome to the final part of the State of Shirt Show. It's part three uh, of the show in which we have Nicholas Stott as our, our, our guest. And before the, the last break, she was talking about uh, Influence Finder, which she tested. And she has a uh, really nice summary of that on uh, SEO Chicks, uh, SEOChicks.com, chick, SEO, uh, uh, that is. Um, SEO hyphen? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, SEO-chicks.com. Hyphen 
chicks.com and then uh, just uh, look for the latest post for Nick from Nicola and you'll find a, a great re review there. Uh, she also linked in that post to a post we did about Influence Finder, which is also pretty good. So uh, um, uh, be sure to check that out. And of course, all the links we're talking about will be in the show notes tomorrow. And uh, well, tomorrow, I think it's going to be on Friday. Uh, and also, um, of course, uh, I'm kind of late saying that, but you can join us in the chat room on webmasterradio.fm where we or we'll share all the links we're talking about also. Um, so, <laughs> like, like we did before. <laughs> well, let me like we did that. before. Yeah. <laughs> let <laughs> me put something in there then. We're going to put them in now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, um, Nicola, is, is, you know, um, you, you, who owns the site of SEO Chicks, if, my, if my, I may ask? Lisa. Okay, well, is it is it based on Drupal? Do you know? WordPress. WordPress. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's something weird with your URL structure. Is there? Well, I can mail Lisa about it. Okay. Next. Um, <laughs> just wondering. Uh, I've used Influence Finder as well. Mm -hmm. um, may I ask on on how big the the the, the market was that you tried it on? Uh, since I tried it on Casual Gaming, it died on me completely. Uh, that, on on that, what gaming, sorry? Casual gaming, just, um, well, the y, Y8 stuff, um, Flash games. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, and um, said, well, we have to authorize all the stuff you're doing because um, you're working at too large of a data set or something like that. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, that, that's um, what I was thinking. <laughs> and then I forgot, and, and, and then my trial was over, so I never, it <laughs> 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 was before that. <laughs> so I was wondering, I mean, you did never notice something like that? I mean, maybe I just put in the wrong sites. It could have been happening easily. So, um, no, no, very unusual. Um, I was looking at gaming affiliates, um, which, by their very nature, tend to have a shed load of links, mm -hmm. um, and didn't experience anything like that. So. Okay. Maybe it was the time as well. I know that just before they launched at SMS, yeah. they, they were doing a lot of kind of database updates and, and you know, back-end changes and configuration changes. Um, so it did okay. crash out only a few times that, that week before, but I think that was just part of the beta thing. Okay, well, I'll just, I just ask the new account and then use your invitation code. Absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe you SEO should chicks. It. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay, well, um, talking about tools that didn't roll out in... In, in the Netherlands or in Europe at all, um, I think that would be a nice bridge to the, the, the Bing rumors again. I mean, I'm really starting to die out here if Bing is going to be my default search engine on my iPhone. I mean, then, then my iPhone is starting to get 50% more useless uh, besides playing Angry Birds. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how you feel about that, boss, but... I don't have an iPhone, so... Oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't care less. No. Darn. <laughs> No, uh, it, it's again, again, it's it's the issue with with the different countries, and it's again, it's the issue that Bing just refuses to launch their uh, their their good stuff uh, in the rest of the world, and just only in the U.S. I think for U.S. users, it's not that bad, to be honest. I don't no, think. I, can imagine. I, but I, I don't think the results in the U.S. are that much different from uh, Bing to Google. I don't know how it is in the UK, though. There is a significant difference, but I wouldn't say it's a difference that you would feel that the average iPhone user would would feel, really. I mean, I don't know about about you, Roy. Is it, is it you that were saying you have an iPhone? Yeah. But, um, 
I, I don't tend to use my sophisticated um, search queries on my iPhone. It tends to be if I just have to do an online search or if I'm lost in the middle of Soho and I can't find that restaurant I'm supposed to be at. So it's, it's you know, it's two token yep. search terms. Yeah, it's that's, really... That's the only Sorry? time I really need my search results really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's starting failing on me right then, I mean, well, just drop the box then already. But maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, but the problem is that I don't think Apple's going to think about this whole localization issue and it's going to just drop us with the Bing stuff. Us, the, the, the Dutchies and the, the Germans and, and the UK people. I mean, there are still a lot of iPhones sold over here in, in Europe. Uh, and maybe it's even going to happen on the iPad as well. Well, I think um, it's also the problem for Bing. I mean, what, what would happen is they just ruin any chance they have over here right now with shitty service everywhere. I mean, I was looking at, um, what was it? I think it was NCYS or Criminal Minds, some US series. And uh, I noticed that they were using, all were using Bing in, in, in the series. And it must have been been paid. I mean, can't figure out a, an FBI agency using Bing for, well, anything. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but in the, <laughs> I was just noticing, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> This is weird. Must be some, and I know Google started out with I think something like that in the Matrix or what? What movie was it in? I think Google started out with on that way as well for for letting authority figures uh, on TV um, use their search engine. Um, yeah, it's a proof concept to, to actually. It, it's the it's it's a new way commercials actually or a new way they've been doing it in a couple of years but that that's where we're going to be going uh, in, in the future we're just going to see in products well it's, it's in, why we're stuck with with soaps in general but yeah. <laughs> the way of you the, the people using it a really popular series uh, and I I never. I never noticed a lot of product placement in series like NCYS, or maybe I'm just plain stupid, but or maybe just two American brands could be as well. But if if I look at the way uh, this was this was being put up, it was really obvious that it was Bing. I mean, uh, for me it was. For everybody who ever saw Bing, it was pretty obvious that it, this wasn't Google. Now the big question is: Were they searching on Apple or were they searching on a Microsoft product? Um, just some wicked kind of Ubuntu-like thingy to, to look at. So, I mean, they, they always use this fancy interface where you can see those big, big fancy buttons and, and always interpolating images. But this was just something, well, some some system, uh, not uh, to be recognized. Well, well Bing, Bing has got a 12% market share in the US, so maybe it's the 12% is all FBI, so... Well, that's a nice customer base then, but... Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to make much money out of them, though. <laughs> Imagine not. <laughs> no. You'd rather have the porn service on there then. Hmm? <laughs> Bing, Bing. <laughs> Bing does have some incredible maps, so that that could be uh, interesting for FBI, or at least for... And I'm not sure. Maybe it was the maps option that they're looking for, but I'm not sure. If... if if that is the case, then I can understand actually, because the Bing Maps, especially in the U.S., is absolutely fabulous. It's 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 tons of times better than the, the Google Maps. Uh, how how it looks, I mean, not not how it works. Uh, oh well, actually, it, is, I think there's a story about how Google Maps work, and you get hit by a car, isn't it? Isn't there? Even, am I the only one who read that one? Some oh, oh, some, oh, no, some, some woman suing Google yeah. for for walking on the freeway. Yeah. Oh my god. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> she was. Uh, she, that, that's a story about the woman. She, she was following directions given to her by Google Maps, and the directions pointed her, even though they were walking directions, uh, to walk about I don't know 100 feet uh, next to a highway. And she got hit by a car because she walked next to the highway, and now she was suing for about I think a, a grand. Yeah, or a grand, like grand or something. Yeah. It, it was wasn't that high of an amount, I guess. But the, I think that the problem she is that she didn't get hit that hard, probably <laughs> something like that, or uh, well, and, and lifetime payments for her her job or something. So it will add up a little bit, I think, especially when she has a good job. Although when she has a really good job, she wouldn't be probably wouldn't be walking next to the freeway. But okay, that's a whole different story. I think she used a BlackBerry since yeah. uh, the warning sign wasn't was on all the phones and programs and everywhere except for the BlackBerry. That's what I've, I've read out of it. So don't you, if you're using Google Maps, don't use it on a BlackBerry, or at least don't walk on the freaking freeway, which you should have been on in the first place, I guess. You, you'd think that if you follow directions and you start walking next to a freeway, you would think, mm, maybe this is wrong. <laughs> maybe I should go a different route. I mean, at least if, if you're right with the 100 feet, which is like... <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> that's that's. I mean, that's the, the length of a truck, isn't it? I mean, if you walk besides that, it must have been really a drunk driver hit you then. Uh, I can imagine, but well, maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong with that. I mean, thirty I feet, hundred feet is pretty far away. It's like thirty meters. I mean, if you work, feet, yeah, yeah, it's not the, much. Oh well. I think if you're 100 meter, uh, hundred feet off the highway, uh, freeway, or highway, I mean, you, you shouldn't have you, should, you shouldn't have been hit by a car. Actually, I mean, they should be on the freeway, 30 meters besides you, is it? Yeah, I'm looking at the article now. It's on Search Engine Land, and um, she was using a BlackBerry. You're right. I'm right about that to get her directions, and she had half a mile. Along the calm-sounding Deer Valley Drive, and that's an alternative name for the Utah State Route 2224, which means that the the, the road maybe may have sounded less busy than it actually was. Uh, mm -hmm. It had no sidewalks. Um, she wasn't warned, and then uh, she said, "Well," uh, and then she got hit. Well, I think it's plenty cheaper from the woman. She deserves it, don't she? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I was I was thinking that I was like, well, maybe I should be the nice person this time. But uh, I completely <laughs> agree with you on this one. I, I mean, think she should be paying BlackBerry a thousand dollars for like yeah, you know, damaging name. brand compromise. <laughs> yeah. exactly. like Hello, Darwin. Yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually have put up um, the Bing directions also in the search engine land post and there it says caution this route may be missing sidewalks or other pedestrian paths well so. uh, it's nice for saying that but maybe you shouldn't take it on in a walking route at all then hmm? but that's no. maybe common sense and common sense is not that yeah no you're right not that common well, it, it was a pretty stupid move let's keep it on on that that's just uh not something you want to do uh so being on the iphone um i think uh for us it's going to be interesting and uh if it really goes on because it's been a rumor for a couple of times I've, i i think i already thought it was there four or five months ago um but it's still not there so i think uh, it's a matter of time i'm i'm about I, i'm really confident this will go through definitely 
it's all about who's got the most money, who's willing to pay the most money for this. And also, I think there's a misalignment between um, between Google and Apple, particularly with um, Nexus and, and Google's moves towards the um, the tablet market as well. They've obviously released the smartphones, and they've got their sights on on the tablet market now. And Apple wants to break the previous allegiance with them. I think so. It's all going to be about the political game, and will Microsoft pay enough? I'm really, I'm, I'm really curious about Balmer. I mean, if, if you look, he doesn't look like the really forgiving guy. And if, if I imagine the way he must have been reacting when, when Apple, uh, well, just went by Microsoft on, on market cap. Oh, I can't yeah? imagine that. I, can't that, that. <laughs> I just can't, can't believe Balmer signing off on Bing on an iPhone. I just can't believe it happened. It happening. I mean. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. That's yeah. That's a bitter pill to swallow. Actually, you, you, you're right. Yeah. But then again, I mean, it, maybe this maybe this is also the reason why it still is still is a rumor. Every time Balmer sees it again, he explodes in an office and, and just fires two more people and and then hopes that everything will go go all right again. And maybe <laughs> Balmer doesn't care about Bing at all. He just said, "Well, that's not Microsoft. I don't care. Could, could be as well. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not really too sure of that." I think as, uh, when it comes to if, if, if vindictive, uh, being vindictive, then it doesn't matter if he cares about being, it, 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 he still be uh, anti-Apple. But maybe yeah. uh, th- things but, are but, turning. But I mean, everybody, everybody knows the horror stories about how vindictive Steve Jobs can be as well. And I mean, yeah. those two, two sitting in a room. Just can't imagine that being a very well. It it probably is a bit of tense situation. Let's call it like that. I mean, just I just don't see it happening that much that fast. But well, maybe uh, maybe we should be surprised. It's the big players together. I mean, uh, it's Schmidt and uh, and and also uh, Jobs and uh, also uh, um, uh, Walmart. If if you want to put them together, you're you're in for some trouble. You know. You're, you're, you're sure about that? Yeah, fireworks. it's fireworks. But we're going to wait and see. Maybe we'll see uh, Steve Ballmer keynoting the next Apple uh, keynote. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was sad that he was going to be on the WWDC, but I think that was a rumor as well. Yeah, that was about the same time the rumor of the being on the iPhone came along, so they were suggesting that he might be um, uh, going to be talking about that, but he wasn't there, so. Okay. Not going to be that. So we're going to uh, close off the show. Nicola, thank you again for joining us. Um, uh, we'd love to have you back again sometimes. So it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Be sure to check out Nicola's uh, posts on both SEO Chicks and State of Search. And uh, you can find her on at Nicola Stott with uh, two T's at the end on uh, Twitter. And uh, all the show notes uh, will also have all the links to Nicola, so you can find her uh, anywhere you want if you just go to the show notes. Um, thanks again, and uh, we'll be talking again next week, Roy. Yes. And, uh, have a good night, and thanks again, Brasco, also. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.